0: What's cracking Big dogs Welcome Bike To the channel Welcome Bike To the headquarters My name is Nicholas This is BDGE Fantasy football This is Big dogs gotta eat It's Saturday So it's Q And a salt Saturday where you guys assault me with all your questions for the week. Trade, waiver wire, mainly about two and a half thousand sit star questions. Now, it has come to my attention that Bleacher Report started using bike. Okay. I was tagged in about 7,000 tweets of this. And now I don't really know what to do. I had my lawyer sent out a cease and desist letter. They said, Fitz magic is bike. And Bleacher Report is one of those companies that, you know, I like a lot of their work. They do a lot of cool graphics and animations. But the wild, wild, wild majority of what they do is very corny and annoying and spammy and just mainstream and they just have like 19 year old interns just, okay, let's put a caption up and put 32 flame emojis on it. I'm like, Jesus, fudging Christ. Get some originality. You're a fucking massive media company that could pay people that actually have thoughts, right? When you're on social media, you should have thoughts. You should have original thoughts. Bleach Report tends not to. So now I'm in this crossroads, right? We've been using the word bike for how long? Years. Years at this point, right? And now they came and ruined it. So I don't know what to do. I don't even I don't even know what to do with my hands if I have to start a video welcoming you back to the headquarters. Like, how would I open a video? What's cracking, big dogs? Welcome, welcome into the headquarters. See, like that shit ain't me. I'm just. I'll, we'll have our lawyers send a cease and desist letter, and then we'll see what comes of that. Okay. I just needed I'm sorry I needed to get that off my chest but it was fantastic because the fucking big dog army was out full force like they haven't been fed in weeks rottweilers fucking barking at bleacher report in the comment section or the thread of the tweet it's fucking beautiful and now now I actually wonder if it was like some kid that like watches my channel that put that up and then he had no idea he was in for an assault (sighs) okay i needed to get that off my chest the other thing the other thing before we start i a i'm gonna get into shadow coverage i'm gonna get into shadow coverage and what cornerbacks we expect to shadow which wide receivers for the week obviously this is q a so i want to answer your questions if you're joining us via youtube and you're like this is the first time you stumbled on me and you're like what the fuck is this maniac talking about i'm sorry i apologize i promise we'll get into some valuable information for y'all uh i was just very hurt after seeing bleacher report like basically suck my entire life it was my livelihood the word bike is my entire livelihood that's really sad when you say it out loud um okay so last week the other I- the other issue no issue with y'all i'm just trying to figure out how to do this so last week as we were doing the q a like you guys drop about a zillion questions right so it's hard for me to get to all of them especially as the season continues to grow the number of patreon members we have continues to grow as well which means the number of questions we get during these live streams continue to grow. And it begs a question, like, do I dive into each question and give a little bit of analysis behind it? Or do you want me to run through the sit start questions quickly? And all of you guys, I asked that during last live stream and all of you guys immediately were like, just go through them quickly, really quickly. And if that's the case, if that's how you want it, then just look at my rankings. The rankings are posted on Patreon. Like if you don't actually want like thoughts or analysis behind just simple sit start questions, you can just go to the rankings for that, right, um, rather than me just, like, wasting. Because people come onto YouTube after this, find it, and then, like, I don't want to just sit here and just be like, Darrell Henderson, Jeff Wilson, Ryan Tannehill, you know? Like, that's not, there's no value in that. And the value to you guys is me helping try to answer these hit start questions. So, um, if you don't want analysis behind it and you're just going to ask me a straight up hit start, just head over to the rankings, patreon.com slash B-D-G-E. Let's get into some shadow coverage. So, uh, I'm going to throw this chart up. Look at me. I went above and beyond this week. Above and beyond this week to talk about some shadow coverage. Stephon Diggs versus Jalen Ramsey is going to be a really, really, really fun matchup. Because Stefan Diggs has been balling. And Jalen Ramsey has been very, very, very good. That's what good players tend to do. They tend to be very good. Uh, right now... They, this is all per PFF. These are projections on who is supposed to shadow who. And this is their coverage rating amongst cornerbacks. So Jalen Ramsey is top 13, the higher or the lower the number, the better. So he's the 13th best in coverage rating out of 103 qualifies. So Jalen Ramsey has been Jalen Ramsey. Um, He's been very good, which makes this matchup very difficult for Stephon Diggs, though. Josh Allen and the Bills boys been fucking balling. So. Uh, Diggs is just someone he's been way too hot you can't not start him at this point but it's just kind of unfortunate AJ Green versus Darius Slay Darius Slay is about middle of the pack right now but he's definitely an upgrade from anything Philly has had over the last um, over the last few years at cornerback so AJ Green has seen the volume in very copious amounts and i i'm not shying away from a j green again this is this will be like the last straw you know everyone's talking about how a j green is washed up he doesn't look the same but he's getting all the air yards and the targets et cetera et cetera he's like leading the league in targets actually he's leading the league in deep targets he has eight downfield targets eight targets of twenty yards or more and he hasn't caught a single one of them it just seems to me that it doesn't seem like burrows forcing it to him it seems like He's just the one he wants to throw the ball to. And I think those will, you know, and, and he's had a couple luck unlucky breaks, like his toes dragged out of bounds and P.I. called like shit like that. I think A.J. Green, if he doesn't get it done this week, I'll worry. But I, I think he's going to end up having a pretty good a pretty good game here. Marvin Jones versus Patrick Peterson. Now, this is where PFF gets a little a little slicey and dicey here because they do projections early on in the week. I'm actually going to pull up the page and see if they changed anything on it. But this was projected Kenny G to sit. And now Kenny G is going to play most likely I think he's going to be limited because we have all these wide receivers with these hamstring injuries and it's messy so Kenny G already said like he's going to be less than 100 percent, which is not what you want to hear from your starting receiver so they have Patrick Peterson shadowing um Marvin Jones in this one and I don't think that will be the case if Kenny G is on the field though since they know he's less than 100 percent um Maybe they don't. I don't know. I think if Kenny G's on the field, it's an obvious downgrade for Marvin Jones, but maybe they'll throw Patrick Peterson on Kenny Galladay and open things up for Marvin Jones. I'm probably playing both of those guys if I have them on my team, not together, but like one or the other. If I own Marvin Jones, it's a good matchup. This is an over-under of like 54 or 55 and a half points. Arizona runs in a ridiculous amount of plays per game. So I think both sides have a lot of scoring appeal here. Um, So I like Marvin Jones and I like Kenny Galladay in this one. Devonte Adams uh, probably unlikely to play, and he's a Sunday night game, I believe. So you have to make plan B's accordingly. Okay, don't be having unprotected sex for the children out there. Whoop. Okay, so um, Robert Woods is supposed to get Tre'Davious White, and Tre'Davious White's a fucking baller. Obviously, I don't, I don't know that Tre'Davious White will shadow Robert Woods. I think the Rams do too much moving around. And uh, Woods will see a hefty dose of Tre'Davious White, but I don't imagine Robert Woods is going to stay on one side of the field. Like he he moves over to the right side, to the left side, runs like thirty percent of his routes from the slot. I don't I don't imagine like the Buffalo Bills see Robert Woods as like the end-all be-all alpha like I'd imagine Tredavis White maybe stays on one side sees a little bit of Cooper Cup, sees a little bit of Robert Woods that being said Woods will probably see the most Tradavius White and uh might be a little bit of an issue so I'm looking at Woods as more of like a mid to low end wide receiver too as opposed to you know the production that he's had over the first couple of weeks this is a game where Buffalo is more of a run funnel defense um their run defense is not anywhere near as good as their pass defense. And the Rams have been running the ball at a ridiculously high rate so far this year. So I would imagine they're going to rely heavily on Darrell Henderson and Malcolm Brown, who has completely taken off the injury report in this one. So um, so I could see this being like a slow-paced game a bit. And I would just lower expectations for Robert Woods and I kind of like Cooper Cup in this one. We have Deva- Deontay. Not Devontae. Deontay. There's too much, there's too many Devontes, Devonta, Devonta, De- all the Doves. This is Deontay, though. The wide receiver one in Pittsburgh. Gets Bradley Roby. Bradley Roby's kind of, you know, middle of the pack. Uh we'll see if he actually does shadow coverage against Deontay Johnson. Um, I think Houston's past defense has actually been underratedly good this year so far they're another run funnel team and Pittsburgh obviously wants to run the ball they want to pass the ball too but they want to have a running back that pounds a rock and that's what James Conner did last week I would imagine they go very run heavy in this game I'm not sitting Deontay Johnson he's just been too good too hot so far but um, just know that the Houston pass defense is maybe it's because their run defense is so bad that they just let up so many yards and and production on the ground, so much production on the ground that other teams don't have a lot of production through the air, but just thought it was worth noting. All right. Some other notable injuries that we could touch on before we dive into Q&A. If you are enjoying the video thus far, I feel like I blow out people's eardrums every time I do that. Like I have no self-awareness when it comes to volume levels. Like if, if I was editing my video, and I look at the audio tracks, it's always like, it's like fucking someone having a heart attack. So I apologize for absolutely fucking nothing. Geno Atkins is out again. Interior lineman, obviously, like all pro lineman for the Bengals. And he was out last week. And that's why Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt had a fucking field day. All right. Took him to the carnival. Mike Daniels is the other D lineman who was out last week. He is. Hmm. Hmm. Can't say bike. He is. Playing this week. He is playing this week. But with Geno Atkins out, Miles Sanders about to probably pop the fuck off, baby. That's what we want to see. Cleveland, Denzel Ward and Greedy Williams are both out for the Browns. So Terry McLaurin, wide receiver, one overall week incoming. I'm going to predict a 60 yard tug for Terry this week. You ready? He's going seven for seven for 122, two tugs. Terry McLaurin, overall fan. This week alone is going to make sure he's a top 12 wide receiver for the entire year. Uh, LA Chargers, Melvin Ingram's out. And Justin Jones, their interior lineman, who is not bad, uh, is also going to be out. So I'm not going to be like, yes, this is the fucking Mike Davis week. But like, hmm, maybe it's the Mike Davis week. I, I, I'd be putting Mike Davis in my lineups if I had him. I would feel pretty good about him being like a, a mid to low RB2 just because the volume is going to be there. And the Chargers defense is a little less strong than they normally would be. All right, holy hell, Uh, so we can get to some Q&As. How y'all doing? How we doing? How we doing? Uh, Make sure you hit the thumbs up button if you enjoy the video, and if you want to be in the live stream, or if you just want my weekly rankings, you can get them over on patreon.com forward slash B-T-G-E. Y'all see the sign. Y'all know the acronym. Let's talk Q&A, and again, like, if, you, if you don't want any analysis from me on the Q&A, you just want to know to start, you can just go over to Patreon and get the rankings straight there. Start KJ Hamler if Judy is out or Golden Tate PPR. Uh, so I'm I'm pretty sure Jerry Judy is going to end up playing from what I've listened to, and the things that I have heard. Uh, it's more likely than not Jerry Judy plays. If for some reason he doesn't, I'm still probably going to go with Tate. I don't I don't know if I trust I don't know if I trust KJ Hamler yet. Ryan Kovu. standard scoring need to start three: Melvin Gordon, McLaurin, Robert Woods, DJ Moore, Mike Davis. Whoa, uh, so standard scoring as I said, Terry's in my lineup for sure. Melvin Gordon is certainly in my lineup, and then you need a third. So it's between I'm I'm gonna sit Robert Woods and standard, uh, DJ Moore. DJ Moore is could be a tough it could be a tough pass defense that LAC has. Um, so. That being said, I'm probably going to take the safe floor at Mike Davis there. What's up, everybody? What up? What up? What up? Jacob, too much ouse. What up, everybody? Greg Brown was good. Mr. M. Lucy, how we darn? How we darn? Diggs vs. Ramsey, I got my dabs wet last night, but they good now. I don't really know what that means. What's up, Nick? Love your show, brother. Thank you, Danny. Always. I only have one question. Horrible spot and stuck choosing between Akil Harry and Scotty Miller PPR. Harry is number two and... um, Wait, what? Oh, oh, uh, you're giving me some inside info, huh? Um, I actually think I actually think that I still don't really feel that confident with Nikhil Harry yet. He's getting the targets, but like I actually think that Scotty Miller might be the better play here. I think maybe it was just like too much um too much focus on on Miller last week. And he didn't produce, but with Godwin and Evans back on the field, I think Scottie Miller is probably in a good position. And uh, this Broncos pass D is kind of, kind of shitty, but might be getting too cute there. Um, so against the Raiders, probably without Jonathan Abraham, uh, Abrams. Ooh. Um, okay, I'm sorry. Y'all got my energy. Y'all get my focus. Uh, let's go, Nikhil Harry. There, Nikhil Harry, full PPR. Sorry, Danny. Ash, start two. Mike Davis. Deontay McKinnon, Fournette. I will start the first two, Mike Davis and Deontay Johnson. Need two for full PPR between Bobby Trees, Mixon, and Deontay Johnson. Mike asks, um, so I, I'm I'm gonna go with Mixon and uh, I'll go with Mixon and Bobby Trees there. I think in full PPR, he's, he's probably safe enough to throw into your lineup. Johnson probably has the higher ceiling. If you're looking for ceiling, if you're going against like a powerhouse in your league, um, then maybe you want to throw Deontay Johnson in there. But if it's a close matchup, I like Woods in his floor. Thomas, what's up, brother? Full PPR, need one running back, two wide receivers, and two flexes. Have Zeke, Miles Sanders, Jonathan Taylor. Good Lord. How do you have Zeke, Miles Sanders, Jonathan Taylor, and Josh Jacobs? Like, I, To be honest, I don't even really feel like answering this question. Your team's too good. There's no way you don't go undefeated. It's a ridiculous team. So you're starting Zeke, you're starting Miles Sanders, you're starting Jonathan Taylor. If I have to sit one of those running backs, it's going to be Jacobs only because uh he's questionable with the hip and i feel like the patriots are just going to go all out to stop jacobs and darren waller so like obviously you don't want to sit jacobs but if you have to out of those three you, you can't sit zeke sanders or taylor this week you need two wide receivers keenan allen adam thielen tyler boyd robert Woods, yante johnson uh i'm not sure oh it's full pbr okay so thielen's definitely going to be in there as a wide receiver for me and then I will go with Keenan Allen. I'm, I'm really excited to see what Herbert does with this offense. So I'll go with, I'll go with those two wide receivers. Hey man, would you trade away Allen Robinson plus DeAndre Swift for D hop? Or do you think A-Rob will pop off? Some are your insights on him. Also, I have Tanny Wentz. Should I trade for Cam? Okay. So I would definitely make that move. A-Rob and DeAndre Swift for D hop. Yeah. Like give me that D hop side all day and tomorrow um Hop's proven that like everything bad said about him in the preseason doesn't fucking matter whatsoever including everything i said uh a rob is a guy like this was our worst nightmare that trubisky would be the quarterback again and like we could talk about all the the targets he's getting but like why do we just expect them to get better you know they're like oh he's caught all the 44 percent of his catchable targets it's like yes but that's going to continue to be the fucking number as long as trubisky's under center so yeah take that D Hop side all day uh, as for your other question i have Tanny and when should i trade for cam i mean if it's a one quarterback league now nah, i don't think there's any sense in 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 trading for a quarterback i think you'll be fine streaming all right mr influence i seen it, y'all half ppr 10 team Ch-ch-ch-ch. nick mixing for allen and fournette in a half ppr keeper league so you're going to trade mixing for allen and fournette no i would i would keep mixing i expect better things from mixing next year like we were just, I think we were all reaching too much on Cincinnati and talking about how upgraded this offense is going to be. These things take time to gel. Um, their offensive line is still not good, but these are going to take these these things take time. And uh, Allen, I am assuming I can't think off the top of my head. I am assuming you mean Keenan Allen, and then Fournette. Fournette's likely not going to be re-signed in Tampa Bay. Uh, maybe he is. Maybe he's not. I don't know. Uh, but we have no idea where he's going to end up. So I think Mixon will be better next year, and the other two will probably be a little bit worse next year. So I, I would take the mix inside there. Marvin Jones at Arizona or Jordan Reed at New York PPR one and a half. So you have a tight end premium. Yeah, uh, James, I, I would go with Jordan Reed there too. He's just, he's going to be too much, too, too much of a part of this offense with George Kittle out. So in the, in the tight end premium, let's go with Reed there. Full PPR need to start. Ryan asks three Woods, Mike Davis, McKinnon, Marquise Brown, Tyler Boyd. Uh, so we're definitely getting Marquise Brown in there. We're going to get Mike Davis in there. We're going to get a lot of questions about McKinnon today. I'll just throw my thoughts on McKinnon out. I am definitely in the minority that thinks he's going to get a lot less work than most people are expecting him to get. Like we've heard nothing but San Fran complain about the turf at MetLife. And like we've had two years in a row where McKinnon hasn't even played on the field because he's had knee issues. I would be very surprised if they pushed him on this field and gave him a ton of touches knowing that they don't, you know, they don't trust the the turf and I'm sure they don't trust McKinnon's knees. Um, I mean, he's had like three touches over the last two weeks. So I think Jeff Wilson will be a much, uh, more involved player than people are probably giving him credit for. So with McKinnon, I, I, I think I think people are overshooting the optimism on McKinnon. I mean, he could bust out for, like, a 60-yard run. Obviously, that's always a a possibility. Um, But I just wanted to get my thoughts out there about about McKinnon. So, I would start Davis. I would start Hollywood. And... I I don't like what we've seen from Boyd. All of his production has been, like, garbage time so far. So, I don't really want to depend on that. It's really close between McKinnon and and Robert Woods. I, I would... I would probably, if it's my lineup, I'm going to go Robert Woods, but I'm also a fucking bitch, so. What up, everybody? Oh, boy, we are already falling so far behind. holy shit all right so we've gotten to the point where i don't even think i can get to all like everyone who signed up for patreon i don't know if i'll be able to get to all your questions there's like 70 sit starts so again guys again for the 200th time i hate to sound like a fucking asshole but like if you just need the sit star questions answered the rankings are right there so there's a reason i do them for y'all I really want to start Brandon Cooks over Marquise Brown. Tell me why I'm wrong, because uh, honestly, no, you're wrong because Marquise Brown's going to pop the fuck off against the Chiefs. I don't think Brandon Cook's a bad start because Will Fuller, I mean, he's not on the practice report, but I'm not fucking starting Will Fuller. No fucking way until we see it again. I need to know that he's like actually healthy, which is never going to be the case. So realistically, I should probably just drop his ass. But uh, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not sitting Marquise Brown against the Chiefs. Listen, they call him Hollywood for fucking reason. He's about to be in the spotlight Monday night, game of the year. We're live streaming. Uh, Me, Snacks, and Animal will be live streaming for the entire game Monday night. So put it on your fucking calendars. We're going to have drinking games for y'all. We're going to do fucking contests and giveaways. It's going to be really fun. Uh, that being said, it's going to be really fun watching Hollywood Brown that night. So, Hollywood Brown, stop. 12 team, full PPR. Keep Zach Moss or Damian Harris. Uh, at, honestly, at this point, I, I mean, you can keep both because Damian Harris should be on your IR right now. Um, but also I guess Zach Moss could too I it's I mean I don't really want either of them and plus your name is fucking Todd Gurley so that makes me angry I'll probably go Damian Harris at this point because it doesn't seem like we got much value in Zach Moss Mike Daniels went to my high school who's Mike Daniels I think I had a Mike Daniels in my high school too Zayn mm-hmm Traded Mixon and Njoku for Barkley. Thoughts, other running backs are Jacobs, Connor, Gibson, and Swift, Dynasty, Superflex, PPR. Yeah, Devin, I would make that trade in a second. If someone, if I can get Barkley right now for fucking Mixon, 100%. I love that trade for you. Kenneth, hi, Nick. Love the content. Keep it coming. I appreciate you. Appreciate your support. I love, I fucking, I fucking love you, dog. Uh, who should I start in my flex? Deontay Johnson or Joe Mixon? I, I'll probably keep I'll probably keep Mixon in my lineup. I'm ready to get hurt again. We'll put it that way. Heinz or Swift at the RB two slots. At flex I have out of them two and Jared Cook. Hines or Swift at the RB two slot. Oh Lord that's fucking disgusting, Justin. How do you put yourself in that position? Um I would play I would I would play Swift probably in one of the spots. I kind of want Jared Cook in the flex and I I like I it's probably likely that Heinz has a better fantasy day, but I like Swift's actual upside. I feel like this is a game where they could use him a lot. If it's really high-paced, he's the one that's in, like, on two- and four-minute drills, so I kind of like Swift there. Swift or Lazard, flex full PPR, Kevin. Uh, I'm going to go with Lazard there. I don't think Devonta Adams plays. Jonu, Judy, or Slayton at the flex? Oh, Slayton. We love Slayton for a big day. Is this the Allen Robinson bounce? bike? did it again week should i trade if he does go off yeah i'm gonna be looking to trade Allen robinson where i can for in redraft leagues how are you feeling about henry this week um i mean i'll just say what we say every week until he pops off yeah he's gonna have a huge game and get a lot of carries and a lot of touches Woo. with the injuries that are happening this year is there more value in depth so you can easily replace or trade depth for one gem uh, so there's not actually more injuries this year, same number, just, uh, just more high, high profile players. People who are like medical people have, have, have looked at the numbers and done the studies and shit. And there's actually not more injuries this year, surprisingly. Do you think Marvin Jones is more upside than Nikhil this week as a wide receiver three? Yes, I do, because he's a big play guy. And Nikhil Harry has not uh shown us that he's capable of that. What are we doing with Joe Mixon? Uh I'm 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 trying to sell him in, in I'm trying to sell him, but not for like fucking pennies on the dollar. I'm trying to sell him for what his value was at draft time if I have him in redraft. I don't have him in any redraft leagues, but if I did, I'd be trying to move him. He just doesn't have the ceiling. Like He's going to be like a boring low-end RB1, high-end RB2 most weeks. Every once in a while, he'll give you that like 120 in a touchdown game. And then everyone will be like, I told you Joe Mixon was really fucking good. And then he won't do that again for like three weeks. Kendrick Bourne or MVS, full PPR? Uh, MVS. Thoughts on Debo Samuel? <sighs> Bro, he's still on the fucking IR. I don't know. I'm keeping him. If I have him, just keep him on the fucking IR spot and see what happens oh boy all right you know what i'm i, I think i'm gonna do I, I think i'm gonna answer more like i'm gonna answer more i'm not gonna answer hit starts right now y'all can hit the rank i'm gonna answer more like uh outside of the box questions or ones that just can't be answered with the, with my rankings I feel like I'm a a fucking broken record going through these, to be honest. David, you'll be the last one I answer on this. Torn on either Darius Slayton or Tyler Boyd. I think your rankings say Slayton, but want some analysis. Please love the in-depth knowledge you share for us. Yeah, I, I would go with Slayton as per my rankings as well. And just off the top, if I didn't do rankings, I would say Slayton. I mean, there's no Saquon. There is... No Sterling Shepard. I think Golden Tate is probably still less than 100%. And you have this San Francisco banged up defense where Richard Sherman is out, who would probably cover a lot of Darius Slayton. You have a lot of their defensive linemen out, you know, D Ford, Solomon Thomas, Bosa, which means that they won't see as much pressure as they typically do, which means Daniel Jones will have more time in the pocket. Slang it downfield to Darius Slayton. So we're slanging Slayton. That's how we. That's how we're doing it. Trade Cook for Matt Ryan, Jimmy G, and Jonu. 12-team Dynasty full PPR tight end premium. Uh, No. If you're going to trade Dalvin Cook, well, for Swift 14S. If you're trading Dalvin Cook, you need to be getting back. Like, one, depends what kind of depth you have at running back, I guess. Like, if you can take the hit and you're really desperate at quarterback... I don't hate that trade just from a team building standpoint but straight up like value I don't want to give a high end RB away a- a for you know non first firsts in the future or at least another like RB2 or something um that could develop into something bigger going forward if that makes sense <sighs> Koenig 52 Nick what's your funniest personal drunk story uh Oh boy. How much time y'all got? I'll 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 tell you a really quick one and it wasn't even me. One of my friend one of my friends was uh so drunk one night and he was like stranded at a bar and he like couldn't figure out how to get home. So he went on he went on Uber. And he couldn't he, he couldn't figure out how to order an Uber. And this was like the Uber had been out for years. So, like, every, you know how to fucking do Uber. And he was so drunk that instead of ordering himself an Uber. He actually signed up to become an Uber driver. Which is fucking incredible. Um, that that should be we maybe we'll do that question on Fade the Public next week or something. What's your. Funniest personal drunk story. Me and Snacks had a couple good ones, actually. I've told this story before, but uh one time we were at a, a party in high school, and uh you know when like the Heineken mini kegs, little Heine kegs, they're like half the size of the regular kegs, and uh and we we wanted to like shotgun and we had a we had four people, so we had a circle, we made a circle, it was me, Snacks, and two of our other friends. And, you know, like shotgunning, you normally stick a key in the side of a beer. But for this one, it was jumbo size, right? It's a mini keg. So we took a screw, a big ass screwdriver, and we did the same thing. And we just fucking dash that shit up, put a big ass hole in the side of the Heine keg. And we passed the shotgun Heine keg around until it was finished between like four or five of us. And it was so weird, like we had we had the person in front of you was holding a bag in case you puked the person behind you we had a box of cookies for some reason i don't remember why but like whoever's behind was like eating a cook we had a weird fucking like sacrilegious cult circle going on it was one of those things that just like happened naturally and like you just didn't question it you just did it and then okay it was five of us it was it was a drinker it was the bag it was the cookie person and then there was sunglasses and you would, you would pass it around and, uh, this is fucked up. Actually, I'm probably going to stop talking, uh, chip dunking, salsa or guac. Uh, both. I love guac, but like if you have like 15 chips, you can't like dip it all in guac. That's like way too much guac, you know, but like salsa, you could finish the whole thing and you'll be like, you'll be fine. What's the weekend vibes? Uh, this is not going to be a good weekend for me. I have I have like so much shit to get done cuz we're going to have to film um I can't go out this weekend and get drunk cuz I I just like need too much energy for Sunday. We're filming bunk bed breakdowns at like 11 or or 11 p.m. Eastern time Sunday night and then Monday night we're doing the live stream as well as filming Fade the Public before that and then Tuesday night I'm going on someone else's podcast uh the breakout finder podcast like in appearance so i have i just have like too much shit i have to prep for and recap for week three when it's done that i can't like can't be fucking around all right it's time to grow up when do the season-long rankings get updated i post the oh you mean like i don't do rest of season rankings if that's what you're uh referring to we will be putting out our updated dynasty rankings october 1st myself mike and noah and i will post that on patreon and uh let y'all know in the discord when i do so but i just do weekly in-season rankings i don't do like a rest of season thing how much longer does Gurley start and is brian hill the guy to own if when Gurley gets benched hurt yeah so i I do think brian hill is a direct backup but if Gurley does get hurt or he gets benched then it'll probably will be some kind of um committee between hill and um hill and ito smith but Hill would be the guy I want to own. So Gurley Gurley's the thing about Gurley is like he's going to continue to get a lot of touches. Like even last year when Devonta Freeman was washed up, they just continued to f- feed him even though it was wildly inefficient. Like Dirk Cutter is fucking terrible offensive coordinator. Yeah, I get it. that He puts up a lot of numbers through the passing game. His ground game has always been terrible year in and year out, uh, but they'll just for like Gurley's it sucks to own him as a fantasy asset if you took him in like the third round, but he has like a 50 50 chance of kind of just like falling into the end zone any week, and he'll probably continue to get about 15, 15 carries a week. So I don't know. Until he gets hurt, I'd imagine he'll still continue to be the starter, but like we'll probably slowly see a committee chip away at that situation there. Two and zero with James Robinson, Jonathan Taylor, Kenyon Drake, C Mac, Deontay Johnson, Darius Slayton, DJ Chark. Should I trade C Mac for a high tier wide receiver full PPR? Man, James Robinson has been an absolute fucking epiphany this year, huh? Um, kid looks fucking good. Kid looks like the real fucking deal, beast. Um. I would honestly, if you're two and zero, it feels like you can hold on for CMC. I I would I would, you're kind of, you're definitely hurting at wide receiver, but I think the the running backs are. If anything, I'm I'm most worried about Kenyon Drake out of those three running backs right now. So see what he does against Detroit this week, and you might have a really good sell high opportunity, and then see if you could flip Drake for a high end wide receiver, like Drake for Thielen or something like that. Um. Because you're going to want to fucking kill yourself if you trade away C-Mac in a full PPR league. And he comes back and you could have had C-Mac and Jonathan Taylor together. Uh, Mike Davis, Jonah Smith at flex, full PPR, two flex league. Kind of concerned about Curtis Samuel usage. So, uh, no, Curtis Samuel's not the fucking running back. I hate that people are trying to like make that a thing. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be starting Mike Davis over Jonu. <laughs> Use the ranking so we can get to the harder questions. Yeah. that That's kind of what I was getting at. Not that I don't want to answer your questions, but I, I hope you guys like understand why I would do it that way. nicholas my man it's the week that swifty takes off get on that train lions gm and head coach are in panic win now or else and i've heard it from all fronts deandre swift get him before kickoff so like i think deandre swift will have a good game just based on the pace of the game but like listen we've been talking about matt patricia being on the hot seat for like three fun- he literally like was like yes yeah, so i would accept this job and then the guy was like okay you're on the fucking hot seat he's been on the hot seat for like three years um and i don't think that like this week is going to change anything to be honest I love so y'all know I love Swifty, but it's still gonna take some time. Like they're they're still clearly just splitting the snaps between everybody. I traded Mixon for Barkley in the Big Dogs Dynasty League 13. I got C Mac and a stacked group of young studs tanking this year for Trevor. That's fucking beautiful. I would. I would trade Mixon for Barkley in 0.5 seconds, like less than that. If there was a a tangible, you know, they put the shot clock at 0.3 seconds, whatever the lowest amount of time that the naked eye could do it. That's how quick I'm accepting that trade. Snacks actually just traded for Barkley in our go fade me dynasty league, which is like our funnest league. He gave up, uh, he's complete rebuilding mode. He gave up, DeAndre Hopkins and Antonio Gibson for Barkley, which I thought was a phenomenal fucking trade for him. He's like, he's probably a year or two away from even like competing for a playoff spot. So that was literally the best trade he's ever made. All the other trades have been fucking terrible. He gave up Zeke for like second round picks and shit. Fucking, fucking snacks. Was cracking. oh man every time i like click away from the screen it automatically shoots down to the most recent questions and then i have to find out where i was so if i look like i'm confused it's only because i'm actually fucking dumb lewis what's cracking nicky boy got offered kenny g and montgomery for chubb Oh, just for Chubb straight up. Other running backs: Ceh, Taylor, Madison, Edmonds, Jeff Wilson. Wide receivers are Thielen Boyd, Thielen Woods, Boyd's Cook. Appreciate it, big dog. Um, Ceh, Taylor. I don't. I don't hate that trade for you. I really don't. Uh, I. I am nervous that Kenny G is playing at less than hundred percent, and he's going to re-injure himself this week. Um, but yeah, I think that's. I think that's a fair trade. I think it's probably a win-win trade. Like, I think what we saw from Chubb last week, obviously that's best case scenario because he had a monster game, but like we're not going to see that every week. Like the game script was absolutely perfect. They were going against the fucking Bengals who didn't have Geno Atkins and Mike Daniels. Like if Chubb didn't pop off there, then we'd have some serious fucking concerns. So I'm I'm on board with the, with the sell high for Chubb. Because I don't know if we're going to get a lot of consistency. What is Hamler's floor ceiling moving forward? Yeah, dude, I, I like uh, I like KJ Hamler a lot. And I guess we'll have to see what Jerry Judy his status is, I think he's going to end up playing, but, uh, Jeff Driscoll's a guy who don't give a fuck, man. He'll throw the ball downfield and KJ Hamler like really is that dude downfield. He's explosive. He is fast. He's electric. Um, so I mean, his floor is definitely super low. Like anytime you're that kind of playmaker, like your floor is going to be very low, but the ceiling, uh, I think ceiling wise, like he'll be inconsistent because he's a rookie. So not someone I want to depend on to my lineup, but I'd rather have him stashed than not. I think he can put up like, you know, three for 80 and a touchdown games. I think that's definitely in his range of outcomes on a weekly basis. What do we got? Where do you think David Montgomery finishes this year? Uh, I think he'll finish... D- Demon's one of those guys where like, you know, we just everyone just overreacts to everything. Like every every single game, we have a completely new outlook on every player. Demont's one of those guys where like he's coming off last week, he looked great, and then this week he could go, you know, fourteen for seventy five, catch two balls for thirteen yards, and everyone's gonna be like, ah, David Montgomery's like a low end RB two flex play, and that's probably what he is. Um, I think I think Demont again. This is a Chicago Bears offense. Like they're not gonna give him that many goal line opportunities. He's Not gonna be catching touchdowns every week. So I th- I think I mean if I have Montgomery, I'm stoked after what we saw last last week. I think he'll finish the year around, you know, RB, probably RB 15-ish in that range, which is like kind of what we thought, right? Like RB 15, to RB 20, we knew what we were getting out of him. He'll have a couple big games, but like he'll just give you a consistent floor play there. Suleiman, it seems like you know and Mike are all big on Arizona defense this week, but are you worried about Stafford popping off against them with Galladay back? No, like as as I I was really high on Stafford with Galladay coming back, but now Galladay keeps coming out and talking about how he's less than hundred percent, which makes me a little bit nervous about him. Um, I think I th- I think they're going to score a lot of points, but that usually comes with you know sacks, interceptions, shit like that. So I I like what we've seen from Arizona D so far. It'll be a good test. I I have Arizona starting in one of my leagues. I have Lamar Jackson and Cam Newton in a one quarterback league. What do you think I can possibly get for Cam, thin at wide receiver and half PPR league? I, I I mean, you know your league way better than me. I can't really, you know, sometimes I'm in sharp leagues where just like no matter you could put Lamar Jackson on the on the fucking board, you could put Cam, you could put Patrick Mahomes, and you'll literally get not a single bite. Like I wouldn't be able to trade him for like I mean, see if you can see if you could flip Cam Newton for if you want to wait, wait for like a stud to have a bad game this weekend, maybe you know no no one in the right mind is going to give you like kenny g but maybe that happens if he plays a limited snap count this week because of the hamstring kenny g uh even like a guy like deontay johnson i would take over cam in a one quarterback league since you already have lamar jackson um so think think guys in that range like kenny g deontay johnson um guys that aren't like huge name prospects but people see cam and like it, it will depend on your league Would it be possible to get more trade target analysis? I mean, I don't, I don't like to put our content like in a box during the season because it gets like very rigid. So like most of the shit that we've been doing, like my Tuesday live streams are just kind of recaps. The bunk bed breakdowns are also just recaps and kind of talking through. So I think like within that analysis, you get a lot of ideas of who we like going forward and guys we should trade for. So like, I'm not, I can't really sit here and promise you we're just going to do like specific trade target videos, even though we do that for titles just because SEO is really fucking good on them and we get a lot of clicks and views and stuff. But, you know, I, I think just listening to the analysis throughout the week, you kind of get an idea of who we're looking to um, target in that sense. Would you trade Derrick Henry? And I'm going to stop right there and say, no, I would keep Derrick Henry. You don't want to trade away. Our running back is getting 30 touches a game. Is DeAndre Swift a by low right now? In Dynasty, yes. In redraft, no. Um, I just the, the it seems like they're really hell bent on just keeping this committee for at least the first half of the season, if not longer. So if we're gonna trade for Swift by low, I, I think we still need to wait a few more weeks. I want to see him hit that like 50 snap mark, 50% snap mark, and then I'll be like, okay. It's fucking go time. Uh, just watch your E-Town Get Down Draft stream. Need to set a dress code. Half in suits, half in gym shorts. Yes. So we had a dress code. If if you go back and watch the vlog of the E-Town Get Down draft for like the last five years, it was always shirt and tie, jacket is optional. Or wait, shirt and jacket. I think it was shirt and tie, jacket is optional, but strongly recommended. Uh, and then this year we had a vote on it and all the fucking cowards and peasants in that league voted to take it away because they had to come into the city into Manhattan and most of them live in Jersey so like they didn't want, and it was like 95 degrees that day so they didn't want to like slug in their suits which is fucking fuck them to be honest um but me and snacks voted to keep the suits that's why we wore the suits because we like to look fucking look good and we like to dominate that's why me and him are dominating the fucking league you wear a suit you draft a good team, except for Animal. Doesn't matter what he does. He's not gonna draft a good team regardless, but listen. You look good, you feel good. You feel good, you draft good. You draft good, you win your fucking league. That's how I look at it. Simple formula. Would take Minshew, Cam Akers, and Devante Parker for Barkley and Dynasty. I would take the Barkley side in a second. If you are if you are able to acquire Saquon Barkley in a dynasty league for any combination of non-elite players or like very early first-round picks, you should take that. Are you going to live stream the Chiefs Ravens game on YouTube or on Twitch? uh We're gonna do it on YouTube, so we're gonna set the camera. We're gonna set that camera up downstairs. uh I will plug the camera. Hopefully, we can get this working. I'm, I'm imagining there's gonna be 72 technical difficulties we have to deal with, but we'll be downstairs. We'll hook the camera up to the computer. Do it straight through on YouTube. We obviously can't have the game up on TV because YouTube or on the computer because YouTube will take our stream down right away. But obviously y'all can like um Y'all can watch the game and then fucking just hang out with us. Just got a new place, want Marg Essentials, what should I get? Brands. Okay, so if if if, if you're just talking about tequila, I don't think tequila really matters much when you're making margs because there's like four or five ingredients that go into it anyways so there's no point of like wasting all your money on really high priced tequila so i think i I think casamigos is fine um you want lime juice you want triple sec and you want uh real limes if you have them and then whatever fourth ingredient of your choice you could put um sprite ginger ale just a little splash at the end nick what up thoughts on minchu's performance thursday night yeah it wasn't good wasn't good we all th- we should have known though like the entire public loved minchu and when that happens that's when you fucking fade um discouraging but i've got faith that he's gonna bounce bike and without dj chark i mean you could see on a lot of the past plays like his receivers were running routes and they were covered like really heavily and at that point, like when you're a quarterback, you get you have two choices, right? Your receivers can't get separation. You either throw it away or you force it to one of your receivers. And in that situation, more often than not, it'd be DJ Chark. Like you're like, oh, do I trust Keelan Cole being absolutely attached to the hip at a cornerback? Probably not. But since he has chemistry, with DJ Chark, like in those situations, he would probably have the awareness to throw it to a guy like Chark because he trusts him a lot more. So uh, I expect when Chark is back on the field that Minshew starts get getting rolling again. Do you sit down and make the tanking by yourself or do the boys help? Uh, I don't know what the tanking means, Ash. Rest of season, C.H. or Taylor? Taylor. There are like two or three running backs I would take over Taylor right now, and C.H. is not one of them. Would you trade D.J. Moore, and if so, for what? Uh, I'm fine trading him. I mean, again, like I, it, it's really hard to... like. Th- that's too general of a question. I don't know what your team looks like. I don't know what your league does trade wise. Like, do you need running backs? Do you need XYZ? So, a lot of factors that go into it. But, like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine trading DJ Moore. If that is the question. Nick, I turned 21 this year, but of course I couldn't hit many bars. How much you usually tip or drink? I'm not sure. Thanks. uh Rule of thumb I mean, when you're like a bro college kid who's like 21, you're just going to be a piece of shit and like you're going to tip once at the beginning and then probably like run away after every time you got a drink like an asshole. Uh, but rule of thumb is like usually per, if I, if I just get one drink and it's like a, a a well-made cocktail, I'll usually throw like $2 for the drink. Uh, if you're ordering like three beers for your friends, I'll usually put down a dollar per drink. But like, again, if you're if you're broke you're just going to do whatever the fuck you want to do. I'm not I'm not about to sit here and judge anyone on how they tip or how what they do with their money. <sighs> Trade Marvin Jones and Latavius Murray for DJ Chark. Yeah, I mean it's pretty lateral. I, I don't think Murray has too much value at this point and like Marvin Jones for DJ Chark is kind of just like a wash, but I I would take Chark in that situation. I traded Al Robinson for James Connor and Antonio Gibson. Other wide receivers are DJ Moore, Chark, Hollywood, Slayton, and Judy. Dynasty Superflex thoughts. Um, I don't hate that trade for you. I think that's a fair trade. You have a lot of young. Yeah, I, I like that trade for you. You have a lot of young talent at wide receiver between Moore, Chark. Yeah, all of your wide receivers are nice and nice and young and prime for breakouts soon font or jonu rest of season oh that's really close i'd, I'd probably mm, i'll probably go jonu i I trust the quarterback situation with Tannehill way more than Font. nick how do we access the discord um when you signed up on patreon you should have gotten like a thank you message page that had a link to it but uh just met just dm me on patreon and i'll send you the link to to get into discord Should I accept a trade giving away C Mac for Calvin Ridley? I also have Aaron Jones, McKinnon, Swift, and Gibson. Uh ooh, that's. I mean, it depends how bad you need a wide receiver. I'm I'm probably going to hold on to C Mac there. Josh Kelly over McKinnon Maynard. Am I crazy trying to sell high on Jacobs? His schedule. All right, so. Uh yeah, I'm 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 not selling Jacobs. Seems like a bad idea. He he's getting like 7000 touches. If you wanted to sell high because you're nervous about this hip injury, that's understandable. Um but I'm not trading Jacobs based off of some fucking regression algorithm or like strength of schedule or whatever. Jacobs is a guy that I want on my all my teams. what wide receiver do you think I could get for James Robinson after Thursday's performance had a trade in for Hollywood but retracted yeah listen man like James Robinson is not a guy I'm trying to get rid of he's not a sell high candidate he's just uh put up a high number of fantasy points candidate like he is the workhorse there they've been leading they've been down they've been fucking in catch-up mode and he's been the guy like if you got James Robinson I, I think you just found fucking a diamond in the haystack Whatever the fuck that dumb saying is. I would hold on to him. Unless, like, your team is fucking Zeke, Jonathan Taylor, like, Alvin Kamara. You know, some ridiculous fucking combination of three amazing running backs and you really won't be able to play J-Rob. Other than that, though, like, I'm not selling him for cheap. You can, J-Rob is, like, legitimate, legitimate, like, low-end running back one right now. I, I, like, I might take J-Rob over, like, Mixon. I might take J-Rob over guys like that at this point. So if I'm if I'm moving him for a wide receiver it's it's got to be fucking legit someone that I'm confident playing every single week I am packaging girly with Dobbins to trade for a better flex. Any players you would target with that combo? Yeah, I mean, I would get rid of fucking any of the both of those two for fucking anybody. Um, I mean, if you're looking for a running back, you're looking for a wide receiver. It's really hard to just like answer. If you guys have trade questions, like I would rather you give me a few options that you're targeting probably and be like, what do you think about this? And I could probably go from there. But just like random players, kind of thrown out there, it's very hard for me just because I don't know uh i don't know like the the intricacies of your league you know Uh i think you can package Gurley and dobbins and um maybe like a hollywood brown i think would be a, a decent option uh there to look at i think maybe um maybe wait for my computer's frozen uh are we still here yeah we are cool um See, see if you can do something for like Tyler Lockett, wait for even like a Deontay Johnson, I'd be okay with. You could probably get more than that for those guys, but. Nick on desktop, try holding down alt option on your keyboard to pause the chat feed. Yeah, I don't need, I don't need to pause. It doesn't like fly up or anything. I just have, I just scroll down it slowly. I just, every once in a while I click off and for some reason it shoots down to the bottom. What the heck am I supposed to do with Christian Kirk? Kyler Slinger, but he hop is Glizzy Gobbler. Uh, yeah, I mean, he might have a big game this week, and I would maybe try to sell him. But he's, he, I mean, Christian Kirk. We all like have something we we want Christian Kirk to be a thing, but like he's absolutely droppable right now. If you need someone else. Splitting hairs, but can you talk about why Edelman is ranked higher than Bobby Trees on full PPRs? I mean, yeah, it's uh, look at the fucking matchups, and look, like, did you did you watch Monday night's game? Cam is slinging it to Edelman. He gets the Raiders, and then Bobby Trees gets Tre White in the Bills. I'm gonna take Julian there. Are you liking what you're seeing out of Boyd? Uh, no, I'm not, to be honest. It seems like every game they're just not getting him involved until like fourth quarter comebacks. And I don't like players that you have to kind of depend on garbage time. Have you tried a mule monster? It's a lime. It's a lime spiked with monster, basically. So you take a lime and you put it in a monster. I don't know what you're talking about. Got offered Devin Silgal <laughs> What you spelled Singletary is funny. Uh got offered Devin Silgaterry and CD for Mixon for Mixon. Wait. Singletary and CD for Mixon. Other backs are now Chubbs Jones and Montgomery. Uh I feel like Mixon's name value alone should get you more than that like Devin Singletary's been fucking absolute shit so far and CD's been good but he's you know a low end wide receiver two wide receiver three like you should be able to get more for mixing just off the name oh yeah Kirk is out with a groin injury yeah Kirk's like definitely droppable that's right I forgot he was out this week this was going to be a good matchup for him but it's not Christian Kirk you stink brother Yeah, Gaskin's a flex play from here on out for sure. Uh, I don't expect him to get that many touches week in, week out. But, like, he looked good. He definitely looked good. Um, and I think I think you could start him pretty confidently in your flex week in, week out. 12-team, half PPR dynasty trade. Trading John Brown, Zach Moss, 2021 eighth-round pick. What the fuck is an eighth-round pick? What kind of dynasty leagues y'all playing in? Rookie draft should be, like, four rounds, five max. What does an eighth-round pick in a rookie draft look like? Are you drafting, like, guys from fucking Brown University? Uh, regardless, I would take the DeAndre Swift side there elsewhere. Would you play Arizona D instead of Chiefs D? Yes, I would play Arizona D over Chiefs. How are the do It's is fucking terrible, but they got me wasted. All right. That is all. We have hit the hour mark. I am going to pass away. Um, I'm about to pass away. So thank you all for joining me again. Um, we're, we're we're probably going to keep these a lot less hit start related because the rankings, you know, that's why I do the rankings up on Patreon so that you guys can have your sit start questions kind of answered via those. And uh, for the rest of y'all, thank you. I love you. I hate Bleacher Report. And I hate that guy who just passed by for no reason other than he just happened to be in the middle of me talking about things I love and hate. If you enjoyed, make sure you hit the thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel if you're new. If you want my weekly rankings, again, they are so hard to do this this way right here patreon.com slash bdg make sure you're following me on on the twitter and on instagram bless you bless up bless everybody i love y'all until next week